These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Bulladeela residents said they're devastated by the impending closure of the Cedar Wharf Lodge aged care facility in May. Anglican Care said it made the decision after a 12-month review, citing the age and design of services and facilities as prohibitive to upgrades. Its Greenmount Garden Centre in Mount Hutton is also set to close. Line MP David Gillespie said early last month he would work with the provider to develop a solution for the Bulladeela Centre's future, but local Greens candidates have jumped on the issue. Senate candidate David Shoebridge visited the site on Tuesday, announcing a $6 billion plan to keep facilities operating. He said closing the doors isn't a solution and it just shows the sort of trouble the sector's in. We've had very real concerns raised with us, not just in Bulladeela, but across the state, particularly in smaller towns, about aged care facilities being shut. And therefore residents, many of them very elderly, having to travel half an hour or more. Uh, for a new home, away from their family, away from their connections, and it's an indication of just how the aged care sector is failing and why we need additional government investment. Isolation requirements for household contacts of COVID cases are route the door for the hunter and the state. Unless they have symptoms, close contacts won't need to spend seven days at home, though they will need to do daily rat tests, wear a mask indoors and avoid high-risk settings. The changes were in force from Friday 6pm. Green transport stickers, most health mandates for businesses and hotel quarantine were also scrapped, though mandatory vaccination for workers will remain in some settings. It came after a push by the business community which touted the move to help alleviate staff shortages in hospitality and retail. Business Hunter CEO Bob Hall said it's a step towards normality. And this is one obstacle that has the potential of being relieved if not removed. Um, and then we can focus about on you know, getting more staff back into the workforce, overcoming the other supply chain issues that aren't COVID related so that um, things can get back to normal. But the community living with disability said there's apprehension over the next few weeks. There's concern the hunter isn't out of the pandemic, with the health district consistently recording the highest number of new cases. Community Disability Alliance hunter peer organiser David Belcher said at-risk people haven't had the chance to have their say. Again, it seems like the state government is just glossing over um, you know, the fact that there's still vulnerable people out in the community. I mean, uh, the... General public should still be aware that COVID is very, very real um, out in our community. Still, people are still dying. There's highest death rates of people um, with COVID since the pandemic start- started. Hundreds of people across the Hunter are expected at a protest on Sunday, April 24 at Horseshoe Beach, taking to the water to block coal ship movements for a day. The protest is a call for ending federal funds for fossil fuel industries and funding the shift to climate solutions instead, along with transitions for coal workers and communities. Community organiser Zach Schofield said it's a great way to bring the community's attention to a transition. So that's what this event is all about. It's about getting out on the water with uh with the Newcastle people, uh, Newcastle community, and uh, having a good time. And, um, yeah, showing, showing the government that we actually care about our community. And the Department of Defence said Newcastle, Port Kembla and Brisbane are the only options on the table for a new nuclear submarine base. Past reports ranked those three sites poorly, preferring sites in Sydney and Jarvis Bay, but an Australian Financial Review report on Wednesday claimed Newcastle was being considered as the best pick for the $10 billion base. The department said, however, it hasn't started any efforts to purchase the Chinese half-stake in the port of Newcastle, 
A feasibility study on the final location is expected to be completed by the second half of 2023. To NURFM Sport. And in sport this week, Kalen Ponger announced his plans to stay put with the Newcastle Knights until the end of the 2027 season with a new five-year contract. The richest deal in the club's history will have no get-out clause, meaning Ponger will be unable to explore other options. Meanwhile, Knights recruit Anthony Milford arrived in Newcastle ahead of his impending NRL return. Milford was granted conditional registration to train with the Knights while undergoing personal rehabilitation programs. The 27-year-old has had his assault charges dropped and has a chance to line up for the Knights in Round 11. And the Newcastle Jets were on shaky grounds on the road to finals following their loss last night to the Western Sydney Wanderers. Now on par with the Sydney side, the Jets were showing signs of a comeback but fell short in their defensive line and lost 3-2. And now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.